Thank you, everyone, for uh, coming tonight to pray and to uh, hear uh, from the Word of God tonight. And I want to thank you again for just uh, welcoming me back after just being uh, away for so long since August. And uh, I'd like to introduce uh, someone special to me. My my girlfriend is here, if you would wave. Um, She's here with us tonight. Uh, She came in last night, and she'll be here for the week. Uh, Just uh, special for uh, my birthday. And and so um, tonight, if you open your Bibles uh, to Genesis chapter 49, Genesis chapter 49, and we'll look in the middle of the chapter, uh, verse 22. And Genesis 49, 22, it says, Joseph is a fruitful bough, even a fruitful bough by a well, whose branches run over the wall. The archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him, but his bow abode in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel, even by the God of thy father who shall help thee, and by the Almighty who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, Blessings of the deep that lieth under, blessings of the breast and of the womb. The blessings of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. They shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him that was separate from his brethren. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it can change lives. And Lord, I pray that you would do that very thing tonight, Lord, and pray that you would work in hearts tonight. As uh, they hear your word, uh, Lord, I thank you that you've enabled me to be uh, your messenger of your truth. Uh, help me to uh, explain it clearly and understandably, Lord, and I uh, pray that you would give understanding to these uh, who are listening. Lord, we thank you for your word. Thank you for uh, sharing uh, your truth with us, things that we could not know unless you had shared it with us, Lord. We thank you for this. Uh, I ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. This verse here, Joseph is a fruitful bough. Uh, that word bough is, uh, it means like a large branch. Uh, he was a fruitful branch of the tree of Jacob. And now, right now, uh, you and I, uh, we live, we're living amongst, we're in this building, uh, we're amongst an ocean of faithful believers who love God and serve Christ and want to do his will for our, life, for our lives. And, uh, but when we leave these doors tonight, when we leave these doors on Sunday morning and Sunday evening, we're going to go into our community and be surrounded by those who uh, might not love God, might not uh, want to serve God. When we go into our workplaces on Monday and uh, tomorrow morning, uh, we may be one of only a few uh, who will be uh, living a life for God, living, trying to be fruitful for God. Uh, God has given us ways uh, that we can be fruitful despite being in a land of spiritual drought. There, there's a, a tree uh, in the deserts of uh, Niger, Africa, in the Sahara Desert. Uh, and this tree is known, was known as the, the most isolated tree in all the world. Uh, this tree was so isolated that if you, uh, the desert was about half the size of Ontario. And in that desert, there's just this one single tree. If you were to have one tree right here, planted right, let's say, down in the middle there, we would have to go all the way to at least Kingston, Ontario, 
or maybe even to uh, Lansing, Michigan, where this Bible was produced, um, bound, we'd have to go that far. Uh, it's about four and a half, five hours drive away uh, to find another tree. This tree was so isolated, yet it was growing and it had been growing for years uh, and still I was producing fruit. And so our, our fruitfulness is not dependent on those around us. This tree didn't have any trees around it. This tree didn't have any, any really life around it except for this one tree. Our fruitfulness is not dependent on what those around us are doing. Uh, we can choose to shine as lights forgotten in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. It's our own personal choice. So I want to ask you, do you, do you want to be fruitful in your Christian life? Do you want to see souls saved? You could fill in the blank. I want to do blank for God. What do you want to do for God? And what do you want to be fruitful in your Christian life? So if we look in our text tonight, we notice with me, there's three ways uh, in, from the life of Joseph uh, that we can learn how to be fruitful in the midst of a desert. First, we see uh, Joseph, uh, he was fruitful because he was by a well. The, talks about how he was a fruitful bough, even a fruitful bough by a well. If we're going to be fruitful, we need to have a deep well. This tree I just talked about, uh, it talked about how the roots were going over 100 feet into the ground. Now, to give a little bit of perspective of how deep that is, if we took three of the buses we have out in the parking lot and stuck them back to front into the ground, three deep, that's how deep these roots went. And the secret of why this tree could grow was because there was a water table down that low. A hundred feet into the ground, there's this source of water that it could pull, new, uh, pull water and source uh, nutrients from. And this tree tapped into that water source. And even so, we uh, need to tap into the deep well that we have in the word of God. It's interesting to look at uh, Joseph here uh, he, just to see his life and just how he's a picture of Christ. And he didn't even have Genesis. We're reading about him in Genesis. We, he didn't even have Genesis to read. And yet he had something, he had, uh, was able to rely on God uh, and have a deep well. Uh, the Bible uh, makes an interesting connection in Psalm chapter 1, uh, verse 1 through 3, about uh, the law of the Lord and being fruitful. If you be planted uh, like a tree by the rivers of water, you'll bring forth fruit in your season. And so, first we learn that we need to have a deep well in order to be fruitful. But secondly, we notice that we need to be faithful. Uh, if, again, back to that illustration of the tree. If a tree, uh, if a lumberjack were to come by and, and cut down the tree and, and fall it, the tree's not going to grow anymore. The tree's not going to uh, put any more fruit out. It's not going to have any more leaves. It's all just going to dry up. The leaves are going to fall off. Uh, and so the tree, if it's disconnected from its roots, its source of nutrients, its source of water, it's going to die. And even so us, uh, we will die if we disconnect ourselves from the Word of God. If we spend a day, a week, a month disconnected from the Word of God, how often are you in his word? Joseph, uh, we see uh, multiple times how he was faithful in his life 
Uh, he was faithful when he was thrown into the pit. At the end of his life, uh, he looked back at this situation positively. Uh, it talks about how that God meant it for good, that his brothers meant it to him for evil, but God meant it for him, to him for good, to save much people alive. There's a, there's a choice that you can make. You can either be bitter or you can trust God. And Joseph decided that he was going to trust God in that situation. He, uh, he could have complained to God about why did you let this happen to me? Why was I sold into slavery into Egypt? But he decided that I'm going to rely on God. God has a bigger picture for my life. God has something that I can't see quite yet. There's something in each one of our lives that uh, we might happen in our lives, different difficulties and trials that we go through, and we, we ask ourselves, why is this happening in our life? Why uh, do these difficult things happen? But God has a, a greater plan that we cannot even imagine what he's do, trying to do in our lives. So Joseph, he was, he was faithful when he was thrown into the pit. He was also uh, faithful when he was tempted by the wife of Potiphar. Uh, are you faithful to God when you're tempted? When uh, Potiphar's wife kept coming to him again and again, trying uh, to tempt him, he refused and he fled. Uh, when we choose to follow the path of temptation, we are choosing to sever our connection to God. We are choosing separation from God. But I'm thankful that God offers forgiveness and God offers, uh, he has a promise to uphold those, uh, uphold the righteous in his hand. The Bible says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And he, uh, the promise of uh, God holding us up when we fall in uh, Proverbs 24, for a just man falleth seven times and rises up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. So Joseph, he was, he was faithful when he was, uh, was thrown into the pit and, and tempted by the wife of Potiphar, Potiphar but also uh, he was faithful when he was taken to prison. Uh, he still relied on God, he still trusted in God, uh, when he was taken to prison, we see how the butler forgot him uh, and how uh, he was left there and, and forgotten about and was there for a, quite a while for something that he didn't do. Uh, he didn't demand his rights when he got out eventually uh, and he was asked to come when uh, there was uh, Pharaoh had a dream and he was asking for interpretation. There was someone saying, oh, I think there's someone, there was a guy that he interpreted my dream and I'll go get him from prison. When he came out, when Joseph comes out, he doesn't immediately go, Pharaoh, this is unfair. This is, this is not right what happened. I didn't do uh, what I was accused of and uh, to be forgotten in prison and to this and that. He could have asked for his rights. He could have asked for what was almost rightfully his. But yet he, he decided that I'm gonna, I'm gonna let God take care of this situation and he said, I'm going, to, I'm going to interpret that. I'm going to interpret the dream. That's immediately what I'm going to do. Uh, and we see how he gave God the glory when he eventually, when he was going to give the interpretation to Pharaoh. He said, it is not in me. This interpretation is not my own intelligence or, or wisdom. This interpretation that I'm going to give you, Pharaoh, is given to me from God. And he gives God the glory. So we see... Uh, how we can be uh, fruitful uh, by be, having a deep well and being faithful but last. Uh, we can also be fruitful by relying on God for our strength. And we look in verse 24. 
uh, by his bow abode in strength and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From thence is the shepherd, the son of Israel, even by the God of thy father who shall help thee and by the Almighty who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above. Joseph, he was relying on God for his strength. Uh, There's probably many times in his life where he felt so weak, he felt alone, he felt like there was no way he could continue living under the oppression uh, when he was in jail and when he was just uh, in leadership, just being so lonely and, and away from what he had known all his life. He relied on God for his strength to lead and to be uh, a ruler of Egypt. And this, uh, this tree, going back to the illustration, it needed that water source uh, below it to survive. And we need God uh, as our foundation to survive in the Christian life. Uh, how, you might ask me, how do, we, how do we rely on God? We can do this, uh, as we learned tonight, to seek God's face. We can do it through prayer. We learn about Daniel uh, how he went off to Babylon, a very similar situation where he was taken from a group of believers, uh, taken from people who uh, trusted God uh, into a land where there was very few, that they were the minority. It says, uh, it talks about the story in, uh, in Daniel 6, how that, uh, the, the presidents and princes assembled together to the king and, and said to the king uh, that they wanted a, commandment, a statute, uh, that if anyone was to pray to anyone else other than the king, that they should be cast into a den of lions. And Daniel's response wasn't, oh, I guess I can't pray anymore. I guess I can't uh, do what I know is right. No, he, sa- he went right back uh, to his house. Now he says, now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, so he knew that this was a law now, he went into his house and his windows being open, so he's doing it publicly, so people could see, open in his chamber towards Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. He just kept on doing what he was doing and he relied on God through prayer. When you have problems in your life, when you have difficulties, when you have health issues, different uh, situations arise that you can't quite figure it out on yourself, even if you can figure it out, the first response we should have is to go to God in prayer. We can uh, rely on God uh, for strength through prayer, but also by claiming uh, his promise. The Bible says in Philippians, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Uh, college this uh, semester just uh, had a lot of, some, some more difficult classes, getting into some of the theology classes and uh, just having a lot of tests and quizzes and and different products coming up that I, I, one week I had, I think, five different things due in five days and, and just ca- had to keep working on that while working a job and, and different things that I was doing, going to classes and, and trying to do all that. If I had relied on my own strength to get it done, uh, I would have failed. I knew that I needed to rely on God for my strength. Uh, and so I claimed his promise that I can do all things through Christ because it's going to strengthen me, because I know that God will use these things, these tests, these projects, uh, to uh, make me into what he wants me to be. Uh, so I don't give up when something difficult comes, and, and we can rely on God uh, through life's trials. Um, when we have difficulties come in our life, uh, when we have struggles and different things that 
we can't quite find the answer to or not sure why God's doing it. Uh, we can rely on God and trust him and have faith that he's going to work it out um, for the better. When I, just a personal illustration with uh, a few years ago, well, about five or six, I think, when my dad passed away, um, it was, I was uh, just a Christian for nine months. I'd just been saved nine months. And uh, it, was, it was a difficult time that if I wasn't saved, I don't think I would have done very well. But God uh, was very... Uh, near and you could, I could sense his presence in my life that he was taking care of me and uh, trying to comfort me and help me and uh, the one time when, when pastor came in uh, to just meet with my brother and I and my dad and uh, we, he asked him if my, he asked my dad and explained the gospel to him and I uh, couldn't speak but he could, he could hear and understand and, and respond through squeezing his hand and so he I just asked him if he had put his trust in Christ before, if he had done what he had just explained. Uh, and my daddy, both my, bro- my brother and I, he squeezed our hands and said, in uh, agreement, yeah, I've done that. And just right after that, I sat down uh, and I opened my Bible up. And the first page I opened to uh, was First Thessalonians chapter 4. Uh, if you're familiar with that passage, it talks about how that they, that, have gone on before us, they've slept, uh, they're asleep and they've gone on before us, that so they shall, uh, when Jesus Christ comes back, they, he'll take them with uh, him uh, to meet, we'll all rise to meet the Lord in there when he comes back. And it just, it was the first thing, the first page I opened up to, I didn't thumb through looking for something like that. It was the first thing I opened to and the first thing my eyes landed on and God was uh, just there helping me to know that it's gonna be okay that I can rely on him for strength during a difficult time like that. And so God has given us um, these three ways and in some other ways as well uh, to, to be fruitful in our lives, to see souls saved, to produce fruit for Christ by having a deep well, for, by being faithful to him, and by relying on God for our strength. So we, God has given us the means to be fruitful in the midst of a desert. So how will you use them? How will you use them tonight, tomorrow, and this week? Let's pray. Father, we thank you uh, for how you can uh, take care of us and how you can allow us uh, to be fruitful for you, that you can use us. Uh, God, we thank you for uh, that you can uh, help us through your word. Uh, just give us strength. and uh, Lord, we thank you for that. I ask that you would help us, Lord, to walk with you, to rely on you, uh, and help us to consult you and, and, and seek you first uh, for our decisions in our life. Lord, we thank you for this. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen.